welcome everyone um first undefinable podcast episode one v1 pilot as you will first pancake um current temporary name is curious ideas colon spending time with thoughts that time in this case is 15 minutes maybe we'll do longer ones maybe we'll do shorter ones my first collaborator not like guest but collaborator this is me with that person is our group leader and uh, idol charlie rogers um and i gave him a bunch of topics um to discuss and he went with relationships just quickly off the bat charlie firstly welcome why did you choose this topic amongst the various lists of probably easier ones true there were about 20 on there and I felt I could relate to or speak to about three to five of them in depth. And I thought with my experience in relationships in particular, I mean, I've had two, some depth, and one that stands out that's taught me a lot about them. I feel like in both a relationship with another person, um, anonymous one, but also like a romantic one, but also friendships, I feel like I know quite a bit about what relationships mean and I've also researched quite a lot of it in my own time to get a better understanding of the language around it too so I felt like I would be a relatively good place to talk about it in some way nice just out of curiosity when I said relationship well when I wrote relationship did you immediately think of like romantic relationships my first is like yes romantic relationships immediately and then I was like actually it's broader than that because there's quite a broad range of relationships both that go from it's not a binary you're in a romantic relationship or you're not there can be some depth to friendships too and there can be some bloodlines between friendships and romantic relationships so I think having explored that too I think that's what makes it kind of interesting is that it's not just hey you're in a relationship and you're not it's we're all in relationships with one another it's just to what degree of intimacy and trust that we have interesting I think I'm reading a book right now about like very much life learning. Um, and I think relationships are such an interesting area because they're completely like, you just learn about them th throughout life. I can't imagine there's a book that's going to prepare you for the concept of relationships. Do you feel like you think differently about relationships than you did, I don't know what, five years ago? Do you imagine that you'll continue to think differently about relationships or do you feel comfortable in your current approach to thinking about relationships now i think like everything it's always evolving for sure but i feel like i have a somewhat decent framework for navigating relationships and learning when some do no longer serve you and some only hold you back and it's merely a way of letting go and overcoming them i feel like with that being the key learning of when to let go of relationships and when to invest into them. I feel like that framework is relatively solid, but the bits around the edges of like what to put in relationships is perhaps still being added to. That, that framework that you talk about, is that something that's kind of been developed in recent years? Like, is that something that you've thought about for a while or is that, you know, just become clearer through like a recent relationship or something? I think it's something that, yeah, I mean, went through a breakup in September, so it's probably also why it's quite fresh still. I mean, September feels, if we look at the actual time, 11 months ago, but <laughs> it still feels somewhat fresh. And I guess that probably speaks to relationships too and the fact that they are go deeper than you think they do. You don't get over them in a month. Like, they take time. 
and it also speaks to like the changing relationship I had for like four years on and off from uh, 16 to 20, which taught me a hell of a lot about respecting yourself, your own boundaries to be able to be there for someone else. So I think the recency for one, but also the depth of one experience as well. Nice. Nice. Very, very interesting. I think, especially with this group that we're looking to have, I think the concept of like clear categories of relationships are becoming, you know, we, we, we there's a reason we have this name, like undefinable, is because when when we're trying to move away from this concept of lines, but but lines tend to make it very easy. Like you 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 meet an old friend in the park and you go, oh, this is my girlfriend, right? And then and then like um, you hang up to someone and you go, oh, uh, love you, and you put down the phone and someone goes, who are you on the phone with? And it's like, oh, that's my whatever that is. It's not like, oh, it's my friend. I've actually, as a, as I've got older, I, I now end more conversations with friends with like much love or love you, like at the end, uh, which I guess would make it harder for an onlooker to be able to define that. But I think that's that's the essence part of the group, right? Is that these these terms that we have don't have to just be reserved for certain types of relationships. Yeah, for sure. And I think, yeah, from my experience, like a member of the group, Sanya, she always says it to me, like love you when we end our calls and I'm like it, it always takes me off guard love and much like, yeah love you back <laughs> like you have to get used to it I think is part of the process like as much as you might mean it and feel it expressing it is another thing so bringing that qualities of an intimate relationship to your friends and still knowing what your boundaries are that's an interesting dynamic because it could be that you want to express that level of trust that level of belief you have in them and the relationship that you will continue together but perhaps you also don't want to cross lines that you have with yourself and with them but it depends to what extent you, you mind crossing lines because even with us in this group together we might be community members but we're also probably a few friends and probably also a few future business partners future maybe even relationships like imagine an undefinable uh wedding cool uh but like it could involve quite quickly and i think the the boundaries and the lines are very interesting when they're navigated and when they are consensually overcome or sort of crossed yeah i think that's firstly i just couldn't not think about like an undefinable baby grow for like our first child from the group by the way it's got a Kyle. Uh, Kyle, hundred percent. He's going to do like every bamboo orientated version there is of that, so eco friendly. So, um, but yeah, I think that's. I think that's also one of the reasons why it's quite hard. I think we call ourselves a community, but like community isn't. It's it's not a specific line, right? It's not a we are this relationship to other. We are just a collective group of people that is organised around a mindset rather than a. Here are our boundaries between the groups. Yeah, definitely. I think what's particularly interesting here is with other groups, you might call them a certain label, ironically. You might give them, hey, look, they are my triathlete friends. But here, because we don't have that so much as we do things together consistently around the same topic, it becomes just, I guess, friends, but it's quite broad and it can mean quite a lot of things. So it has even more of an opportunity to be many things than most communities do. No, I, th I, I, I really like that. Um, I think it's it's such an interesting aspect. The how how to think about 
you know, relationships. Um, I think it's like everything that as you grow up, you, you, you change your mindset and men mentality um, around it. I think I, I always go back to like the same similar principles that I've read about and then I write my notes on. And, and one of them, I think it's Sahil Bloom has this concept of you don't want friends, you want intellectual sparring partners. Um, and I guess if you're being an entrepreneur, those are the types of relationships you want to form, right? Um, is the idea that you want people who are going to be like, uh, so I've just come up with a marketing strategy and they go, oh, don't do marketing yet, do this. Or, um, oh, I currently think this about religion. And they're like, oh, no, 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 that that's a very weak idea. You need to think about it. And so having having people at you from like a, a different range of perspective, some are support, some are kind, and then some are to push you and some are, some are to create, uh, you know, like a force behind you to drive you. There's that dynamic I think you have within different groups, different relationships. Some people will see you differently. There are different lines that they're feeling they're willing to cross. Like I probably wouldn't give life advice to some people in the group in the community right now, but there are very close friends who I would 100% even unsolicited. And I think that kind of where your lines lie between different relationships is, is a challenging one that I guess time itself helps to overcome, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's also interesting that the role the relationship plays, like there's a book called Polysecure, it talks about polyamory and how you can effectively create consensual polyamory in your life, which, you know, it's an option, but the principles of the book are also very interesting about relationships in a romantic way being about two main things. One being the opportunity for familiarity, a safe base to be able to come back to where someone can say, hey, look, like, I think you're amazing as you are, that kind of security, but then also being a place where you can jump from to so someone that pushes you to be better than you were before so that kind of person that says hey look like have you tried this one thing it might help you improve and it talks about having different relationships with different people that can offer you both that familiarity and that newness and i think that's a really interesting dynamic both in the intellectual sparring content but also in terms of that person with whom you feel that connection and you have that desire to be around is the to be, try and be everything to everyone in a relationship, that's what's put on a lot of pressure for each of us nowadays is that your romantic partner needs to serve all of your like relationship needs, but actually you can find quite a lot of your relationship needs from other parts of your life too. And if you kind of break down which one can give you a secure base, I'd hope a romantic partner could do that, but also others that could push you in new ways too, then it can be a way of almost diversifying the need for a relationship depth with one person across a few people too, which is pretty interesting. I like that a lot. Um, you mentioned one great resource there. Do you have any other books, articles, uh, people to follow, any other kind of like interesting people in the relationship space while you're thinking about that? I read a great book with the worst slash best title in the world, depending on, on where you're reading it which is How to Not Die Alone, which is a great relationship book uh, about dating. Um, uh, fun tip is if you've got a hinge profile, you're better having monochromatic black and white photos because they draw people out. It's like a little tip in the book. I have no idea whether there's any statistical relevance to it at all, but it's the only one I really remembered. So that was a great book. Um, any others from yourself, Joe? 
so the polysecure one is by Jessica Byrne. Uh, that's a really good book. And then Fierce Love by Susan Scott. Um, that's all about conversations and having difficult ones that can bring out like a love that lasts. Uh, so yeah, they're both kind of interesting. I'd also recommend uh, the 36 questions to fall in love with anyone. But that's just a super interesting process to go through. And if you remember them, I think I have like half of them in my head. <laughs> We're reading that too many times when I was younger. And it means when I go on like first dates um, or when I go and meet people the first time, it tends to mean I can sort of skip the small talk and get to a depth of conversation quite quickly. And it, I, I think I normally introduce it in a really weird way. I go like, oh, you can tell me to fuck off if you want. Like give them the space to say no to it. But I've got an interesting question for you. And then it opens up that space to create the relationship and the depth pretty quickly i mean another one that i often do is i share my experience so before we record this podcast i asked jake if he wanted my kind of background things because i was like oh that's gonna be a 15 minute conversation of me giving a background which i often do to people because uh, for me it obviously helps me connect to them but it also helps them open up the way around too um, when i share kind of a quite deep experience of relationships with my sort of first long-term on-off partner um so i think those books but also those questions combined together into a bit of understanding of how to create an element of relationships quite quickly. Very nice. Thank you. Um, and on the spirit of quick questions, the idea is that I will end, well, the, the interviewer of this podcast will end, will end with some quick fire questions. I've already shared these with you, so you might have already considered your thoughts on these, but they're like one, two, three, four, five, six quick fire questions so let's see if they are they might unveil your utter inner meaning and we can dissect you incredibly or they could be incredibly surface level i guess we'll find out um tv show or movies movies uh, jackson pollock or monet monet london or tokyo London. Pastoral pizza. Pizza. Headphones or speakers? Speakers. Protein shake or apple? Protein shake. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like that last one is going to hit people in a really specific way, depending on their like athletic lifestyle choices. <laughs> it's like am i wait which one's healthier again <laughs> is it the protein <laughs> yeah, well, i have no idea i'm just too involved in uh, putting on gains mate <laughs> so, the shape more than the apple yeah and i also think this leaves us open to some amazing sponsorships going forward from both like apple and protein shake companies so it's great all round really um <laughs> awesome thank you thank you charlie for your time the idea is this is relationship episode one, i.e. we will have a bunch of different people talk about a bunch of different approach to relationships. I didn't want to create too much format around it. Also got all the other topics. We'll try and keep this going on a regular flow. I'm sure we'll change the format dramatically. I also want people to be able to go, I really wanted a two hour format and they are more than welcome to speak to other people in the group and, and find all these different formats. Equally, if no one finds any value to this, which is considerably high, um, we will find another way of kind of representing our values in a, an interesting piece. Any further thoughts? Any final thoughts? No, it sounds good to me. Excited to hear people's feedback and if we 
covered enough depth in 15 minutes, but also if we've sort of brought up enough interesting topics, which I think we have. So yeah, we could hear your topics. Cool. Um, I'm going to get someone in the group to definitely work on a jingle. So for future episodes, insert jingle here, but thank you for listening.